everyone. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP, and joining us as always, co-host, the man, the myth, the tenacious one, Mr. Nick Martin. What it is, good sir. It is what it is, man. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you try. You can't match that energy, Nick? Come on. Yeah, I can't match the energy, dude. I've been chasing a, a baby around all morning. Oh, we get that. <laughs> joining us Sucking today. Life out of me. Joining us today is an awesome guy, an awesome guest. He's a viral sensation, but most importantly, he is an amazing dad. Welcome to the show, Derek Culpepper. How are you, brother? I'm doing fine, man. Thank you guys so much, man. I'm pumped. Yeah, well, we're glad <laughs> to have you on, man. Um, before we get any farther, I must uh, give you the warning that I give all the guests on the show. Of course, okay. the prerequisite of this podcast, obviously, is uh, the theme is dads and our journey, our adventure, and everything that we go on. But it seems that every episode we ever do, we go right off the rails at some point in time during the podcast. So just be forewarned that this entire hour may not be all about being dads. It might be, you know, the, the sports teams we like or or your journey or, or whatever the case. We don't know. That's the beauty of this thing. So first right. question right off the back, Derek, we have to ask. I know I already know the answer, but it's 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 kind of a thing. Are you a dad? I am a dad. <laughs> All right. And how many kids you got? Uh, my wife and I have three uh, awesome children. Our son, DJ, he's 19. We have a daughter, Christina, 16, and another daughter, Linda, that is now nine. 19, 16, and nine. Yep. Wow. So I'm I'm sitting at 16, 10, and seven. The, the little one's almost eight. Nick, if you weren't aware, has 337 children. Ranging, <laughs> ranging all the way from, you know, a little itty bitty bitty baby to a guy in the army right now. <laughs> That's all right, man. That is great. That is good. How? Yeah, so, but really, I only have six kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting, right? Who's counting? That's right. I stopped counting after two. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of curious as to how. Nick is a crazy, like we call him the tenacious one. So he's out on Twitter and he's trying to find guests and this and that. And he calls me uh, a month ago before he booked you. He's super excited. He's like, we got Derek Culpepper. We got Derek Culpepper. And I was like, (laughs) who's Derek Culpepper? I can't lie. Right right off the bat. (laughs) And then he told me, I did some searching up and we of course came across, you know, how you, that, that viral video you made and which has taken you to heights and you've been all over the place. Um, Tell us a little bit about that video so we can get a premise on the rest of the show here. What, how'd that work out? Man, I'm going I'm to tell you how it started. I'll right. give you the, real sh- the short version. But uh, my wife was out of town uh, at a conference. And my wife is a principal. She's in education. And so, therefore, all the duties of the home and, and with the children fall upon me to get everybody to school and to get everybody lined out. And so, usually, when she's out of town or I'm out of town, we, we send each other pictures and videos doing something with the kids, you know, while, while either one of us are away. So that particular morning, she was away. And so I was doing my daughter's hair and I said, well, this would be a good opportunity to send her a picture or some footage of me doing my daughter's hair. And so that's why the video you notice, it's only 87 seconds long. That's it. Right. And, and so when I went to send her the video via text message, it was too big for the, to send via text message. And so I uploaded it to YouTube and I uploaded it to Facebook so I can just give her a link or she can see it on Facebook to see kind of what we were doing. And so for about 10 months, man, eight months, it probably had three or four hundred views on it. 
But right around about September the 19th or so of 2016, the view shot up, man. Um, it, I got a message on Facebook from a friend of mine's daughter said, look who's going viral. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I go look at the video. It's 5,000 views. I turn my head. I go back. I refresh. It's 8,000. I refresh again. It's 15. It just raced and went like a wildfire, man. And I think I, I know why. And I, I'll talk about that in a minute once if you ask me that. But I think I know why, though. Well, that, was literally, <laughs> that was literally the next question. <laughs> why do you think that happened? Okay. The, the what I've come up with based off of uh, the time frame in society, based off of the comments that I was reading, all the thousands of them that I could read, a lot of people were looking for hope. And a lot of people made comments such as here's your big bad dude right here raising his daughter. I'm like, what are they talking about? What? Well, just three days prior was the police shooting of Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. And that statement was a statement that was made by the officer in the helicopter. It looks like a bad dude. He might be on something. So based off of the comments, people were looking for some African-American representation to say, this is not the norm here. This is this is not it. But look at this guy here spending time with his daughter, listen at the conversation that they're having, because as you can imagine, with 300 million views over Several over several social media platforms all combined, you know, people, man, were just looking for hope and they found it in 87 seconds, less than a minute and a half. Well, you know, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 seconds, uh, if you're finding hope in that, man, right. Congratulations. Well yeah. done. That, yeah. that must have, that yeah. just gave me the chills, man. That, yeah. And it's five yeah. years later. It's, awesome. it's that's, that's, that is amazing. That's I mean, live to inspire, man, and you did it. You 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 yeah. you know, for a short period of time that yeah, it's still going. You're on our show because of that, essentially. And uh, actually, you know what? I'm on the dope Derek Culpepper show. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I find interesting, JP? Yeah. That things that impact the heart can bring about change. And every year when that video is shown, whether it's Father's Day or somebody sharing it, there's new people always joining social media, right? Yep. New new people that may not have been dads four or five years ago, but are now dads. And they find this video because they haven't seen it or come across it. And it's almost like it, it, it gets several hundred thousand views again because someone else has shared it because not everybody has seen it because everybody's at different times looking for different things. And so that's what surprises me that it's still going when it, when people share it and people are like, Oh, you know, and so Does it and, and then being that his fathers everywhere all over the world can relate to a relationship with a child, especially a daughter. Oh, absolutely, man. We're both, yeah. we're both dad to fathers, but I, uh, dad to fathers. That's not exactly <laughs> what I meant to say. Dad to daughters. <laughs> Is it any surprise Derek, that especially with the tumultuous times that we're living in right now, that that video is coming back to give more hope. I mean, call me crazy, but that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's not surprising because uh, we are in a in a tough climate at the moment uh, in our society. And so uh, to see it go viral again or most importantly to me is not necessarily that it's going viral. But someone is getting something out of it. Yeah. Some some fathers are looking at it and saying, you know, maybe I need to make some adjustments or some in, in my parenting, especially toward my daughters or something like that. That's what 
fulfills me the most is when I get messages from dads and DMs saying, sending me pictures of them and their daughters and and crying and those kind of things. That lets me know that what I'm doing is worthy of the cause. Yeah. And on this show, we we range from I mean, we've had plenty of guests at this point We're we're still, you know, we haven't doing this that long, but. I've seen enough guests to see a whole gamut of different types of fathers. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean different types are bad or some are better than the other. It just, they Mm -hmm. navigate the whole road of fatherhood differently. And you, from what we've seen and just talking you now for what, seven minutes, you're doing it right. And I'm proud to have you on this show to talk about being a dad. I mean, man, 19 years old, your oldest yeah, they still in the house, years old. off to college. What's the deal with? Yeah, he's in college at the time. He's taking online classes here now and he's going to school in Oklahoma in the fall. So but he went to Kansas initially and then COVID just right. kind of hit and just, you know, every the whole society adjusting to it. And so he came home in January and then he's leaving in June to go to school in uh, Oklahoma with things calming down and getting back to normal as much as possible. Is he going to the University of Oklahoma? East Central University oh, okay. in Oklahoma. Well, That's dad, where my wife and I both work. Was, work, was dad, dad cool with him being a Sooner? I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so we're, we're excited about that and uh, looking forward to the continual journey uh, of our children. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the, the little one I saw, gosh, was it you posted it today where she's just straight up ignoring you? In the bathroom mirror, because because I'm silent I'm at that point right now with my 16 year old. Yeah, she uh, yeah, she she was she doesn't like me to do her hair anymore, and uh, oh, no. just because she's growing up, yeah, right? she yeah. does it. You know, getting more independent, and so I find it kind of humorous because of the way that she responds. You know, and so she was having her silent protest this morning and <laughs> talking very minimal. <laughs> minimal nothing. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, the mornings are still uh, very much so our bonding time, which is what started, you know, several years ago. And so for me and her mornings are really our, born, our bonding time. And this is what you'll find out about children or what I'm finding out about mine. As my kids get older, they get more independent, kind of in their own space. And so they're not as uh, active in the mornings. And so um, that, that's, that's probably why you why most 90 percent of the time, 95 percent of the time, you'll see me and my youngest daughter, because the big kids don't really care a lot about doing videos and doing things like that. But me and my youngest daughter, though. We got that connection to where she likes it. I likes it. So it, it works out. And we just record our bonding time. We don't even stage it. We just turn the camera on and go. That's, That's the best it. way to do it. I got to do have my little because she every time there's a strong possibility that they're getting off the bus here probably before we end this thing. And they're going to come strolling right on through here. Mm-hmm. And, and if she sees me behind a camera, she's like, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I got to do more of that yeah. with her. As a matter of fact, Nick texted me right before you got on. Record a video with Avery, my daughter. Uh, right. And <laughs> basically telling her to beg for likes on Facebook, essentially. <laughs> That's exactly what it said. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it wasn't you know, exactly, but it was pretty close. You know, I thought about something, uh, JP and Nick, uh, as we were talking about my youngest daughter. And of course, uh, you know, I, I do... Uh, try to strive to understand my older children and spend time with them too. You just don't really see it on video because they don't really care. They don't really like it. But 
parenting is sometimes like uh, waterlogging, the sport waterlogging. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you got to go forward, you got to go backwards, you got to throw your hands up in the air. Sometimes you even got to holler, but whatever it takes to stay afloat, <laughs> right. that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. And so that's how parenting can be sometimes. And, and I know one thing I was going to share with you guys that, you know, I love being a dad and it's my duty, but it's not always fun. No, you know, that's spit the <laughs> truth, Derek, spit it. Yeah, it, exactly. it's, it's not always fun, man, because it's not fun uh, happening to discipline your children. No, but we know it's necessary, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, you know, you may um, uh, put them in time out. You may have to spank them. But then when they get older, they don't work no more. You got to have got to be able to be uh, versatile and be able to address children and address issues according to their maturity level and their age. And so that's not always fun. No. And it's not always easy to navigate either, you know, especially, I mean, in my case, you know, because of course the show is all about me. Sorry, Nick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My 16 year old. And you know, you've been through it. Although with a guy, I no, no, no. You're, you're, you have a son who's 19. Your how old is your your second middle one? That 17? 16. 16. She'll be 17 in so, July. Oh, great. So the daughter, 16. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it worked in your case, but she's entered that stubborn, I know it all, I don't need your help phase. And in it for the first time last week, I, I mentioned something. We were talking and I was trying to have a moment with her, and I the, the word kid came out. And fire shot out of her eyes and, and electricity mm. came out and she says, I am not a kid. And I was like, Oh mm. gosh, darn it. Okay. Well, you're always going to be my kid. So when I <laughs> say it that way, darling, I'm not calling you a kid. She's all about right now growing into that independent. I'm almost an adult, yeah. but I'm not, but she thinks she is. And navigating that as a father, I mean, even with the mother, it's, it is difficult and each individual kid is so much is different so yeah mm-hmm. you are not kidding man it ain't always fun in fact i'd venture to say that it leans more often than not not fun you know i got an analogy uh that i use when it comes to our kids and i tell any dad it's this is not fun but it's rewarding mm-hmm. and what i mean but and i i related to like a uh, baking a cake you got your mixture. You got to put your water. You got to put your eggs. You got to put your oil in there. And you got to beat it. <laughs> you got to beat it. You got to heat the oven. You got to get it at a certain certain temperature. And those things got to get hot. And so that's how it can be sometimes uh, with children. It's it's not always fun the process, but it's rewarding because you know what's going to result in the end, or what's likely to result from us spending time with our children. Mm-hmm. And like with my son, for example, he's 19. Well, his voice is getting deep. He's all muscular now because he he's plays football and all of that kind of stuff. And sometimes I don't like the way his voice gets deep. Now I'm promoting <laughs> independence, right. right? And I'm promoting him to be, uh, not to be docile, but to stand up for himself. But sometimes that don't work against me because we're so much alike. Sometimes we like, uh-huh. you know, I have to give him that look, right? right. And so uh, it's different for us. <laughs> Linda, because she's only nine. So I have to be able to adjust and handle her accordingly, which I don't have to handle her like I handle him. But sometimes that's not fun, you know, and so but it's rewarding. And that's what my focus is on. Not today, but who they'll be when they're 22, 23, 25 years old and when they're out in the world becoming citizens. That's what I'm, that's my goal. So I can't look at it now. 
I have to say, no, he's not going to always do that. Or she's not going to always do that. We have to train them in hopes that later they'll be productive citizens. Yeah. Just kind of touching on your rewarding thing. My 22 year old went into the army almost two years ago now. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so proud of that just because he was kind of throwing his life away, just doing stupid stuff here, working mm-hmm. dead end jobs and just, you know, just not going anywhere and just having an attitude and finally sat him down. I'm like, Hey bud, you got to do something, you know, get out. The army's a great thing. Many, any military life is going to be good for you. It's going to teach you a, a skill and he took it and ran with it and, He's doing a much better person mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, it's, I'm mm-hmm. so proud of that. It's like, okay, I did good on this one. See? <laughs> Five right. more to go. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five. That's seven, right. seven more to go, Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 well, it could be eight. Who knows? Triplets? My wife and I are going through IVF right now. So we're, we could have another one. We could have twins. Who knows? That's all right, man. And yeah, see, good. Derek's the very first guest who didn't go. I know. And actually I'm said amazing. good. You know why, though? <laughs> Here, here's why. I believe that there are some males that shouldn't have children at all if they're going to abandon them and not take care of them. Absolutely. But if you have a man yes. here that says, I'm going to help take care of the responsibility and the children that I help create, create I'm going to be a dad day after day. That's my definition of dad. I'm going to be there to provide for them, to love them, to take care of them, to love on their mom and to show them the way to go. If a man has that kind of attitude, he can have as many children as he wants. But if it's the other way and I got eight or nine kids and I got eight different baby mamas, they all live in different cities and I don't see them and then spend time with them. I wouldn't buy him. Man, don't have them on kids. Yeah, you're rapping. Yeah, you know, it's just, let's yeah, not man, even, don't even don't get, get to that wrong. point there to begin days with. I do want to put myself up for adoption <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and, and, and I think, we, I think, thank you for that. We just got our teaser clip for this episode. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Derek, tell me about that shirt you're wearing, man. Man, active dad's rule, man. JP, I have yours. It's at my house. I've got Derek one. Send us out a couple. Yeah, we have a couple of what them. What color I is it? Have, I, it's black. Well, you got to tell him the other color, color too. He's, yeah, he's, I took the camo on one. You, you kept the camo one? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Were they both the same size? Yeah, they're double XLs. Uh, haven't you figured out yet that I get first dibs? <laughs> Come on. Even hey, though no. even though I made dad cash shirts and didn't give him one. Okay, I'll let you have yeah. this one, Nick. All right, Derek, sorry. Tell me about that yeah. shirt, man. That's okay. we, just, we just sent Derek's shirt out from Dadcast today. So it's he'll have it hopefully in a couple of days. Sweet. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it, Nick. <laughs> so, you know, um, I started Active Dad's Rule back in 2016 because I wanted to make a statement that could identify who I am as a person and what I stand for. So I had a friend of mine. I said, man, I need a logo, you know, and and he said, OK, I know you. I've been knowing you since b- before two of my children, when DJ was like six months old. So he knows me. He took a picture of me and then he added my kids in. And the point of my logo is that if my kids I'm leading by example, because the logo is the back of us like we're walking somewhere okay. and I'm connected with my children. That's why I'm holding the hands of my son and my daughter. And then I have Linda on my neck, because if that's what it takes for me to carry all of them, whatever space I got, they can get on. And so the point of it is to show that I'm connected with my children through this journey of life. And I'm intentional about it. 
That's and that's what this logo is about. I love how, yep. at least from my appearance, the right above the U and the L, how the boy, he's just looking up at you, man. I see admiration and love in, in a silhouette on a logo on yeah. a t-shirt, man. It speaks volumes. Yeah. So he, he, they're going to put their feet where I put mine. And I wanted to show it. In, and I've got a couple of pictures, I think on the internet of, uh, Linda, she likes to take pictures with her arms extended whenever she's on my neck. And so she likes that. And, and I think that's a, a sign of uh, maybe joy or security. And so that's what Active Dad's Rule is about, man. Being intentional in this process and doing whatever it takes to, to help my kids navigate through life so that they can one day have their own families and see an example of what it is to be a father. More dads out there need to be like you. Yeah, definitely. Period. Not me. I'm great dad, but I'm telling you, more dads out there need to be like you. <laughs> well, Actually, you know what? Me. I ain't going to lie you, Derek. I, I, if I took some of those traits that you have passed on and you do for your children and apply them to myself, it, it certainly wouldn't make me worse. That is for dang sure. Yeah. That could only exactly. make me better. That's, that's why I love this podcast. You know, you, you learn new right. things and, and even stuff you already knew. This is a, a little reminder when you talk to other fathers about, hey, you know, maybe you're doing this wrong. You're slipping a little bit. Whack! A little, little reality yeah. check right smacked in the face and apply it to them children. Nick, what you got, son? Actually, I see Nancy over you, there. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Kelly Clarkson. Like, what, what brought that about? They, uh, just such as uh, a lot of the social media giants out there and saw the video, you know, they did too. And when they saw it, they were, you know, they liked it. They knew uh, Matthew uh, Cherry was going for a, an Oscar with Hair Love, in which we, we helped inspire that book and anim- Oscar-winning short film. And so when they decided to do the show, they decided to bring us on because we were one of the dads and daughters that inspired it. Oh, and so cool. we got a chance to meet, meet him, meet the director, meet the Sony cast, and... Oh, wow. Oh man, it was it was an awesome time, man, in Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. I grew up down there, but oh, I've yeah? never, I never got to, never been invited onto a show like that. Maybe this, <laughs> maybe this will be the episode that breaks us, man. <laughs> maybe drop that name. You know, give, give us, a, give us know, help us out. Give us a call. Just give, give Kelly, a, give Kelly a call and be like, hey, man, I got a couple dads that need to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the first, um, it was shared quite a bit. The first major company that picked up our video was Cosmopolitan Magazine. And they did it. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it, but they did a documentary on us. They flew down from New York and filmed us right here in the house, man, and did a big uh, documentary over uh, over the video, man. And I thought that I was humbled. That was pretty cool. I have not seen it. I'll check that out. In fact, yeah, I will link it below because okay. by the time I edit this on bitch, it'll be, I'll have found it and put it on the YouTube. So there you go. Yeah. I'll send it. I'll send the, the link to uh, directly okay. to Nick and that way reduce some searching for you guys. Cool, man. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. Awesome. I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah. I interrupted you. Oh, it might be good for it. I yeah. tend to do that, man. You know this. <laughs> so Derek, I, I've worked, I've worked here in radio in Southern Oregon for like 20 years and I've got a horrible habit of talking over 
everybody that I've, it's just, it's, I'm a radio DJ. It's kind of ingrained into my DNA. So ever since it's starting also the this reason podcast, I picked JP as my co-host too, because <laughs> I, I do all the behind the scenes stuff and I'm the quiet guy. JP is the loud, awesome guy that kind of makes everything, brings it all together. Uh, the obnoxious so. prick. Yeah, I know. I apologize. I wouldn't but. say obnoxious. But. <laughs> well, you haven't seen me drunk yet, Nick. Actually, yes, you oh, have. Geez. Um <laughs> So I've been doing radio. I talk over everyone and I've learned, I've actually gotten a lot better at it, but doing this podcast, but I'm still so very self-conscious about it. And with these zoom meetings, you know what I'm talking about? You, you yeah. gotta, you gotta do that. Pause. Is he done talking? <laughs> okay. Then, and then you keep going, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what just happened there with Nick. Plus Nick, he's actually talking a lot more than he normally does. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for that, man. Good, good job. Thanks buddy. Awesome. <laughs> you know what I wanted to, what I wanted to share with you guys too, what, man. What's up? Is that uh, there are some keys to this. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. This is a mindset, a desire, wanting to spend time with your kids. It don't just happen automatically. You would think like in the animal kingdom, maybe they automatically raise their young. Right. Yeah. But in humans, that don't happen. Because a male can go around producing babies that they never see or never take care of. And so it's a mindset. There are some keys to fatherhood that I think are missing. Because if you look at the fatherhood statistics, 19.5 million children, which is one out of four, wake up every day without a father, a stepfather, or a father figure in the home. Now, are we talking United States? Are we talking worldwide? What are we? U.S. US census data. All right. That came from the U.S. census. 2020 U.S. census. That sucks. See, that's 19.5. So what you find is that it's not everybody's mindset to take care of this of the child that they produce. And so a man has to be prepared for that. So anybody watching the broadcast that don't have any children, just remember, if you decide to have some, get your mind together right now that I'm going to help take care of these kids, regardless if me and the the mother fall out or whatever. It don't matter. I'm going to make sure I sacrifice and do what I have to to make sure that I'm involved in the life of the child or children that I produce. Now, and if you have children already, then make navigate and make some changes to make sure you're in their lives because there's a lot of statistics that that negatively impact children when the father is not around. No, oh, absolutely. We could spend hours talking about that. Yeah. I, I do you think though on that exact topic that some fathers or men who aren't even fathers but become fathers automatically choose not to before. Because with me, when I found out I was being a dad, it wasn't, there was no question. It was, yes, excited, and my life is going to change. It's now no longer about me. It is all about those mm-hmm. kids. And that came naturally for me. Do you think mm-hmm. that is strange and not common or is that the commonality and these absent fathers consciously make the decision not to be that way because they're, you know, immature, well, selfish well, idiots. We're dealing with a couple of things, JP. And so what happens is a lot of dads, a lot of men are sometimes susceptible to doing what they saw coming up. See, fatherlessness is not new. It's been going on probably before you and I were born that there was some of that there. And it's just increased because the numbers of children not being raised by a father, it is increased since 1970. So very, very much so likely that fathers, 
kids that didn't have dads growing up, not all of them, or didn't see the structure in the home is likely to repeat just that, that same thing. And so to them, it may be normal because they did not see it coming up. So the exception for me was that my dad was in the military. Him and my mama divorced when I was very, very young, maybe one years old, because she didn't want to go to the military base where he was stationed. So the relationship dissolved. So my, my daddy was fighting for this, fighting for the country, fighting in a couple of wars. And so I only got to see him maybe during like Christmas break or something or when he got a time time to come home. But in terms of seeing him put on boots, pay bills, motor yard, do those kind of things, never seen it a day in my life. And we have a great relationship. But my mom, my mom instilled in me that I was going to be different and I was going to be somebody. I've been hearing this, man, all my life. Right. And so I had a desire, man, to be something that I didn't see coming up. And that was an intentional father. I saw my uncles and stuff like that. But that's completely different than having somebody in the house every day that can hug you and do those kind of things. And so um, there are some times, man, where where guys do what they saw coming up. And they have to be taught and they have to learn difference different so that they can do better. Now, what do you think it is? that those particular sons of absent fathers who become fathers need to do to break that cycle. They have to understand their role, understand that you are a man created by the most high and that we are to be in front in terms of leading our families and that we are responsible for taking care of what we produce. They have to realize, realize that or come to the realization through mentorship, you know, because that's what I had. I had mentorship. I saw it. As a matter of fact, I used to watch the Cosby show. Okay. I was so inspired by the Cosby show. Cliff Huxtable and and the kids. I mean, I was saying to myself, that didn't age well for the record. That's going to be me. (laughs) Right. One day. I don't see it when I look around. My mom's working three jobs. I got three brothers. I don't see it now. But I believe that there is hope. Because of what I'm seeing there and through that desire and God blessing me with mentors and people that took me in and I saw them with families. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That taught me what manhood was about. And it just developed a hunger and a thirst, man. And that's why you see what you see. I make the videos, uh, JP and Nick, because I'm logging and documenting our family history. That's really why I record a lot of them. Yeah. And then I just happen to share them with everybody because I want my grandkids to go back and say, let me see what Papa was like. He's gray now and he's sitting here. Go back and see what Papa was like 20 years ago. And so this is just a good way to document a journey for my kids and my great grandkids that I may never see to go see what our family was like and to keep that going. Right. And it's so much fun, too. I mean, I, I do the exact same thing. This channel the, my, our YouTube channel, which is now Dadcast Podcast, it, it original its original form was just my own personal thing, mm-hmm. going out making video vlogs with the family because I saw it on other YouTube channels, and I says I mm-hmm. can do that. Heck, I could do it better. And uh, the original thing was to become YouTube famous, and then it evolved into forget all that. I can't believe how much fun I'm having. And two mm-hmm. years, three years later, I go back to watch one of those first videos and. It, Three years have passed, and that's not that much time, but in the Mm -hmm. life of your child, four years old to eight years old, man, that is forever. When it right, you know what I'm talking about. And then I I did it the other night. I went back, watched some old videos, and just smiled, man. I'm so I am so glad 
I did this and I'm going to keep doing it because it is a living digital journal. As long as YouTube doesn't ever, you know, blow up, <laughs> right, we're, right, we're, right, we're right. in good shape because, you know, down the line, like you said, they can check out, you know, old man, JP, grandpa. What did he look like when they used to hang out when baby girl was four years old? It's so much fun doing it. It really is, man. And it brings a joy to me because I do the same. I go back and look at videos actually because I've been on YouTube since I think like 2006. Right. And before my youngest daughter was born and my my baby daughter was like three years old. And I go back and look at those videos uh, from time to time. Sometimes, man, they make me cry because I see how my children are growing up and I see how their personalities are. And I see those moments, man. And it just blesses me all over again. And even when they go back and see them, because some of them, they don't remember taking, right? Right. When they were like two or something. And then they go back and be like, wow, that's me. That's you. (laughs) You Right. It's like a digital photo book now. Yep. It doesn't take up much space in the house either. Although there's something to be said about. (laughs) (laughs) There's something to be said, though, about flipping a photo book and seeing old pictures. Yep. Yep. That's true. That is true, man. So that's that's why I record. That's why I take a lot of pictures. And again, you know, my older kids like, Daddy, put that camera down, put the camera down, you know, and they're just being who they are. But I keep it rolling because I know, you know, this is a good um, video log and picture log of our family history, which we have little of prior to me, because, you know, in the age of digital and technology, we're able to do that. But I don't have a lot of photos of me when I was a child, just didn't have the technology and you know, a lot of pictures. And so I'm going to make sure I change that by logging and doing what there I do. There you now. go. Breaking that cycle. Yep. Okay. Personal yep. question. How old are you? Go for it. 44. 44. Yep. Oh, see, every almost every time. Well, <laughs> I'm older. I got you beat, man. I think <laughs> if I do my math, you were either a freshman or a sophomore when I was a senior. So you and I, we're, we're, we're bred from the same exact cloth as okay. far as age and generation goes. So back I'm when we were young, guys. it was... <laughs> We were lucky if the family had a Polaroid, right? And right. my my friggin' when I was like a baby, zero to four or five years old, was those old one ten cameras that took the worst pictures ever. And those are the one <laughs> I, I hear you. There's not that much out there when we were babies. Right. Unless they have them old like sixteen millimeter video right. cameras that uh, they had, but man, my family didn't do much of that anyway. So it's 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 a blessing and a curse, this whole technology that we are living in now. And yeah, uh, yeah so how I like I, to use it with my 16 year old. So I'll go back. She's like, Dad, you never spend time with me. I'm like, Emma, hold on. Let's go back to the pictures and the videos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, five minutes, <laughs> you know, the kids are instant gratification. If you didn't spend time with them yesterday for five minutes, then you've never spent time with me, Dad. Right. Drama, <laughs> yeah. drama, rama. How many yeah, YouTube yep. subscribers do you have, Derek? I, I got to ask you that. YouTube, I uh, think it's like 3,020 on YouTube. Yeah. Did you ever surpass that 4,000 hours of watch time? Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, it's way past that. Okay. Because of the, well, uh, the one video. Right, so, yeah, exactly. It's, it's past that, yeah. You get millions yeah. of views. That's where, well, congratulations. We're still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should go but get yeah, it's. Is she is she home right now? Let's make a viral video right now. No, I'm kidding. No, don't she's do it. not don't here, do man. It. She'll be here at another hour and a half. So <laughs> on our central, central time zone. So right. Yeah. You know, I think we should next. But, this is a great idea. Oh, you know what? Let me drop this seed too before before I forget about okay. it. Um, we're planning on doing a uh, a Father's Day episode, 
and I'm going to bring okay. back every guest we've had from this season and last. Um, so we're talking Hugh and Randy Couture and all these other famous celebrity people, okay. and we're going to have like 30 boxes on this screen, and we're just going to wish each other and all the dads out there a happy Father's Day and just see where this whole smorgasbord of different celebrity, whether you're an athlete in the NBA or a movie star or an MMA fighter, whatever the case, and it was, it's short and sweet, like 15, 20 minutes, and right. see where it goes. And I think Nick said June 6th. Is that something yeah, June that you'd 6th be at interested in? 11 a.m. Was that something June the sixth? Yeah, I think that'll be doable. Yeah, because okay. I got the daddy do hair um, deal the twelfth and the thirteenth the following week, so the sixth will be will be fine. But don't okay, you think that'd cool. be pretty fun, man? I think so, man. Because think about it. Think think about this. What what you guys are doing on your platform? Oh. You take a dad, and he can inspire other dads. You guys are world changers, man. Well, and you're you helping. Really us, you're helping us change the world, man. You're inspiring yeah, me. Right. I'm inspired. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because if dads, if we take our rightful place in the home and in society, it's going to change things. I was, I, I, let me tell you about a story that uh, I told, and it's short, but they, there was a. Make it long, this, man. Take your time. <laughs> it was a group <laughs> of ele- baby elephants that this, uh, this, this country had put in a certain part of the jungle. They didn't put any, 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 any uh, dads back there, just the, just the baby elephants. So they were back there tearing stuff up, tearing stuff up, tearing stuff up. And they was wondering why they keep tearing things up. And somebody say, put a bull back there. (laughs) They put a bull back there with the baby elephants. Mm -hmm. And the disaster almost stopped immediately. So just think in our society, all of the things that are impacted by fathers not being around. Think about how teen pregnancy. Think about gun violence in school. Think about what's going on in our community. Think about the testimonies that you hear from some some prisoners. Not all, but most of them. My dad wasn't around. He was in jail. Now I'm following suit and doing the same thing. Just think if a man is there that has the heart and the mind that says, you know what? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be engaged in a positive manner in the lives of my children. Now, just think about how all of those statistics are positively impacted and our world begins to change generation after generations when fathers get involved. Yeah, that's that, that, I'd love to. And we're, we're taking a step in the right direction. I, I wish we could take bigger steps, man. It's going to take, it's going to take a whole lot more than just us three sitting on this podcast. It's going to take, but you know, it's better than nothing, man. And, and thank you for that changing the world, man. I never even, that's it. I didn't even, you know, I know we're doing a good thing here, but you have allowed me to actually just now sit back and think that maybe this thing we're doing, Nick's a little bit bigger than we actually thought it was, man. Absolutely. So. <laughs> you guys are game, are game changers. And I'm looking forward also, man, to the live event that y'all do. I fly wherever y'all at oh. to come to a live event for dads, man. I, I can just see this because remember I told you earlier, it's like baking a cake. You know, you see the, the end, you, you, you look down the road. And man, I can see hugging you guys, shaking hands, man, and meeting all these other dads and really making a difference, man. Are you uh, a fan of UFC at all? I am not. Okay. Uh, well, you, well, I, my daughter the, likes the, the reason, 16-year-old. But the, the reason I ask is we actually have something in the works. I can't give too many details <laughs> on what it is. It's actually maybe coming up here in the next couple of months, but it involves that genre of stuff. And it might yeah, include the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're going to tell everyone then I guess I'll talk about it, Nick. 
It's it's Fuck. yeah, it's it's kind of okay to talk about. We just can't mention the date okay. or the name or but, where. Okay, what did, we can say where. Okay, we can say where for sure. We're gonna so. be doing this dadcast inside the octagon with other fathers who are in you know fighters, but uh, we're trying to do a few episodes, and that one of those may actually be a live event that we do. You know, I'm small, awesome. like to test it out. So I'm like the first one, man, we'll, we'll, we'll hit you up. If you're a fan of UFC, other than that, then, you know, we'll wait till we actually hit the big time and we're doing the uh, podcast from the 50 yard line in Vegas. Yeah. In Elysian stadium. Right. But, but yeah, man, I, I can't wait. We'd love to have you out. That would be amazing. Yeah, would be amazing. And only if you bring your kids though. And mom, man, they can, they can come. Yeah. Because, and that's one thing I haven't talked a lot about it and I was going to wait till the opportunity, but you just brought it up. Mom, oh yeah. There me. is no, there is no me without Miss Culpepper. My wife is, I mean, she's one of the greatest helpmates that the Lord ever could have blessed me with. She's given us, she's given me three wonderful children, and my children reciprocate what they see my wife do. That's what was determined in the video. Somebody's encouraging her, but she's just repeating some of the things that she's heard my wife say to me. My wife is, I mean, she works hard. She's working on her doctorate degree. She's in education. She yet comes home and makes meals and we love our family. And so I got to give a shout out to Miss Lakeisha Culpepper for who she is and all that she's done to help me. Because wouldn't be no active dads without her, buddy. All right, let's see if this comes through. You ready? That's my drop. It's It's applause. Oh, I didn't hear it, but I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. It's going to come through in, uh, in the edit, though. That's good. Yeah, I, okay, exactly, okay. man, because I, I did a, a shout out on Mom's Day on our, on our Facebook page from the DadCast, and none of us would be here without our moms, man. They have, Absolutely. you know, the fathers are so important, but, man, the, the work yeah. and dedication that comes into being a mom, a good mom, is uh, right, right. hands down the hardest job yeah. in the world, and... Again, dad cast, myself, Nick, you, we wouldn't be anywhere without our moms, man. So, yeah, exactly. absolutely. And, and the moms to our children. That's right. Dad right. cast wouldn't be a thing if we didn't have the support that we have from our significant others. However, right. I'm going to look right in the camera, Jen. This week, I'm not getting any help. My ladies, <laughs> my ladies in New York, Derek. My lady, my lady, my lady took the 16-year-old to New York for a week okay. because, you know, okay. are you ready? You know why? Because why? Because they've never been. Oh, that's good reason. Well, Chloe's never been. <laughs> mom, mom, mom's been. This. Yeah, mom's been. So they're there. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. She sent me a picture. She took a picture with the naked friggin' cowboy this morning of him holding her. I'm like, really? Come on, don't be sending me that. It's like. <laughs> but in the meantime, Papa is doing full duty work podcasts and uh, taking care of these other littles. Thankfully, they're at school right now, but they should be walking in here real soon. Um, it's 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 a tough week. You know what I'm talking about? Especially when mom's yeah. gone, you take for granted all the stuff that mm. mom does. And now she's not here. It's like, oh, I have to do that now, too. Oh, there's that I need to yep. do. Oh, crap. I got to get clothes for them to get wear in the morning. Oh, I never did that before. It's yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, My wife <laughs> makes a schedule, man. When she's not here. OK, she makes a schedule for when she's not here. What to do for dinner. What, who's got homework? So-and-so's got to be at practice. She makes a list uh, at times for me, man. And you I, are just, lucky. I do not take that lightly. Yeah, I don't oh. take it lightly. <laughs> I wish I had a list. I really do. That would make, <laughs> I love, I love structure. 
That that would be yeah. that would that would make things you know. And right now, I'm just winging it. I'm doing yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing all right. But I mean, <laughs> JP, I, I'm proud of you, buddy. Oh, you're, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Kids are still alive. It's all good. <laughs> so yeah, they yeah. are. They are. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So you're not Absolutely. a UFC fan, Derek. You got to be an NFL fan, please. For the love of God, tell me you're an NFL fan. Yes, I'm an NFL fan. I, now, UFC, let me just make one small correction. My okay. daughter likes to watch it. Yeah. And so I'll see it on, and sometimes I'll watch some of it with them. But if I'm just whether to pick up the remote control, I probably wouldn't go to UFC. Yeah, you know, me so. too. Me too. Unless it's, you know, one of those big, big events. You know, Conor McGregor's oh, yeah. fighting somebody. Or, you know, one of these big-name UFC fighters, and it's a huge... Then, then I'm like, like that, yeah. you know, then I'm in. I'm going to go to the buddy's house, just getting it, and we're going to party. But, yeah, uh, I'm probably picking up the remote and picking three or four different other sports before I go to UFC. Right. Sorry, Brian Lindsay. It's just the truth. But I love <laughs> I love me. I love me some fighters. Okay, now that that is, that is out there, and I, and I let you off the hook and totally dug, dug a hole for me. Oh, please. Who's your football team? <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. All right. I got no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> In fact, Dallas Cowboys are my second favorite team. If they're my NFC, obviously I'm a Raider fan. I showed you earlier, but right. fun mm-hmm. fact, have you been a Dallas Cowboy fan all your life? I have been. That's, okay. that's kind of ideas because I'm from Texas. Okay. So then so, you are going to love okay. this story. Uh, I grew up Let's in Thousand Oaks, California, which is where okay. the Dallas Cowboys had their training in the Tom Landry years. Mm-hmm. So my dad, you take me over. I mean, we're talking two miles away from where I grew up over to CLU, California Lutheran University is where they practiced. And I played catch with Randy White, two tall Jones would cart me around on his shoulders when I was just a little fat redheaded guy. And uh, that really grew a love for the Cowboys. But my dad also was a huge fan of the Bay Area. It's where he's born and bred and he's a Raider fan. So I Okay. I went Raiders first, but because of that experience in my life with my dad, who was a great man, um, and mm-hmm. taking me there, love me some Dallas Cowboys. Now, if the Raiders ever play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, all bets are off. But other than that, <laughs> I am rooting for them boys every Sunday. Yeah, so yeah, they've, they've been my team for a while, man, through the ups and through the downs. And, and being that I'm here locally in Dallas, uh, get to occasionally uh, go to go to some of the games there or, or events. And so uh, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's I'm, pretty not, cool. I'm not going to tell you who Nick likes. <laughs> it's Ooh, my life now to, to get a 49ers fan on. He, he's a Niner fan. Don't worry. He's not a Redskins fan or Eagle fan. My, my grandparents <laughs> were in the Bay Area, so I spent every summer in the Bay Area growing up. Went to Niners games, went to Giants games. So I'm a oh, okay. San Francisco Giants fan, 49ers fan. Yeah. Yeah. That, those are my teams. So are your, uh, yeah. well, they're both good. You mentioned your, uh, your son played football. Are your kids sports fans as well? Do they, oh, do they yeah. follow? Are they Cowboy fans too? Cause dad is. Yeah. My dad, my son is a Cowboy fan, but he, he, he watches a lot of film. Because he plays football. Right. And he also coaches and trains kids. So he kind of lives and sleeps and breathes and eats it. Right. And so, uh, but yes, he is a Cowboy fan. And then uh, so is my family. You know, we got Cowboy shirts. We're all kind of Cowboy fans. I'm afraid I'm going to upset my kid, you know, my my son in particular in a few (laughs) years. And then he's going to come home wearing a Bronco jersey just to piss dad off. You know, that that right there will be like the worst day ever in the history of dad. (laughs) 
And if that's all it is, then I, you know, okay, I welcome it. <laughs> right. That's payback for the, the dad cash shirt. I didn't get. Oh, <laughs> wait, this has nothing to do with you, Nick. I'm going to hang out with Sawyer. Be like, hey, bro, you're not, you're going to be. No, a it's funny. I got, fan. I got good friends who live down the street and every Halloween, um, he'll give him the kids extra candy if they say, and he records it every time and sends it to me over the phone that daddy, I'm so sorry. I love the Broncos. And then he pours the candy in the bag and then he sends it to me and the kids come home and I says, I, you did it again. Didn't you? I saw the video dad tax. I'm taking all that extra candy right now. Uh, the son, actually the little, the littlest, she finally wised up and it was last Halloween. She, they tried to do the same thing again. And she says, Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh, go Raiders! And you know she did a whole thing, and he filmed it. Oh, it was just, it was great. You know those little things you have with your neighbors and fun and sports. I love sports so much. That's good, man. That is good. Hey, I wanted to touch on something. Yeah. Um, you know, because my my father wasn't around when I was growing up, I had a lot of learning to do as I began to grow into an adult, college, manhood, and. Um, one thing that I would encourage all dads to do is to have a mentor in your life. Someone that has gone before you, that has walked the journey that you're aiming to walk with spending time with your kids. And so that's something that I actively get engaged in. I have a mentor named Kelvin Thomas and Tony Rory. And uh, those are my kids. They're also on my advisory board with activedadsrule.org where you can get your apparel. And, um, I'm intentional about making sure I don't get to a point to where I think I know it all or got it made because this life's journey with kids, it's, it's, it's always moving like the water log that I was mentioning earlier. And so in addition to having mentors, I get involved with organizations that deal with fathering and men. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in a course now uh, called majoring in manhood uh, with the men and the ladies of honor. It's a worldwide organization that 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 mentors boys and men in the school system and teach them about honor and respect. So one thing I make sure I don't do is get to a point where I think I know it all, because, as you said earlier, we feed off each other and dads can inspire each other. You you say something that inspires me. I say something that inspires you. Well, that's a form of mentorship, because that's what I want to be as a good father. So I got to put time into it. I got to spend put time into it just like I would work on my old car, my old truck that I got. I got to put time into my marriage, time into my children and learning about them. So mentorship is certainly important. And I want to make sure everybody that hears this, you know, knows that it's important to have a mentor. Do you mentor as well as being this amazing dad? I do because, yes, I do. Because that's that's the, the way of life, right? The older mentor, the younger. Then when the younger goes and gets to that point to where they can mentor, then you always give back. Because, you know, even though my son lives here, I'm also a mentor to him as well because I'm leading by example. And even his friends or other other people that reach out, you know, I make sure I lead by example. And then those people that need some mentorship, I'm there for them. And I say, hey, this is what I've gone through or what I've experienced. And here's some things I don't know how to answer. So I make that clear. I haven't dealt with this particular issue, but here's my reading. I read, too. I got a lot of books around here. I'll just show you one. If you can see this here, see that maximize manhood. Okay. I have a joke, but I'm just going to leave it alone. Yep. Oh, <laughs> this is a <laughs> curriculum I'm going through. And I, matter of fact, I've started on my final exam. Okay. But to just to show that, 
you have to get the resources in because if you want your behavior to change, then you have to change what's going on on the inside and what you're what you're ingesting inside. And that's what's going to help you produce better on the outside is what you get on the inside. Absolutely. And, and I did not mean to turn into a 14 year old juvenile when, when you pulled out that important topic here, but, man. but come on, man. God, I think I saw that when I was scrolling through Showtime the other night or something. It's right. like, I feel like we're going back to our, like our second episode. Oh, well, second. no, no, we're not Nick. Thankful. Cause, cause you haven't dropped the P word yet. So we're good. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, Nick. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, difficult. That's funny, man. That's that amazing. Funny. Well, you know what, yeah. Derek? I think I wish we could spend another like three hours chit chatting. Yeah. Um, I I would like to a remind you about the father uh, Father's Day episode that I I if you're not a part of it, I I, I don't even want to do it to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> and two, um, I would like to commit to doing another episode with you somewhere down the line, not this season, maybe next. um, So we can continue this talk because an hour is just not enough. And you've got too much insight, too much passion, too much experience for us not to share more with Derek Culpepper. I'd like to figure out how to do this one. The next one in person though. I think that would be amazing. I love that man. Dude, let's meet up in Vegas, man. Come on. Let's do it. I love that man. Y'all let me know, man. I can plan ahead, man. Cause I I like, this is my life mission to be involved um, with my children and to share that with others. That's my life mission, man. And so to be involved with guys like you, you know, with your show and with what you guys have going on, that's going in a positive direction and talking about positive fatherhood, because that's one thing you will never see on my channel. You ain't going to see no ratchetness now. You know, that's just not my <laughs> ideal of parenting. But guys like you guys that are excited and passionate, man, and connecting with other dads, I love being a part of something like that. So being there in person, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Man. As, as soon as we get the Vegas date, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll text you. Or, heck, okay. okay. You know, you know, going out, to, I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas game. Just saying, Nick Martin. Yeah. <laughs> we can, I'm, we I'm, can I'm, come I'm to Texas. Derek. I got, I've got a good buddy that just moved to Texas. I wouldn't mind I got, seeing him. I too, got family so. in Austin, yeah. even though Texas is the size of like 18 normal states, but uh, <laughs> it's big. I know Austin's not close to Dallas, but it's a heck of a lot closer than it is to where we're at now. But yes, yep, exactly. I would love to plan all that in the future. That would be amazing to meet yep, you in person exactly. and, and continue what we're doing. But with that exactly. being said, on behalf of myself and Nick, Derek Culpepper from Active Dads Rule. One more time, drop that. Where can they get their gear? Active Dad's rule dot org dot org. Boom. Yep. Get your it. own shirt. Um, thank you so much for coming on and talking dad with us. We didn't go off the rails too terribly much today. <laughs> we did it. That was that was a pretty dad intensive episode, man. Thank you so That's much, right. Derek. Yeah, thanks, man. You guys are welcome, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. And right. uh everyone else, we'll catch you on the next episode. We will see you next week. Have an amazing day. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Take care.